Hi everyone and welcome back to the Mental Health Skip. Okay, so I am extremely nervous um, for this episode because it is completely different from what I've ever done before. Um, this is a solo podcast. I'm not talking or interviewing or I there's just no guests today and it was pre-planned. I decided, you know, around Christmas time, whenever I was booking guests for the, you know, the coming um, season, that I would leave myself a week where I could just talk to you all. Um, and I was kind of looking forward to it. And now I'm just like, oh my goodness, this is the scariest thing ever. But today the plan was to talk about positive mental attitude. My literal motto and advice I could give to anyone, positive mental attitude. Um, it's what I live by, basically. But I don't know how to put this, but this week um, has been quite challenging for me. Um, and I realised that, you know, it's going to be difficult and make me kind of a hypocrite if I sit down for half an hour and talk to you all about the importance of positive mental attitude whenever currently I'm really struggling to be able to instill it myself. And it's kind of ironic because, you know, I have a mental health podcast and, you know, I think people perceive because of my personality I have I have quite a bubbly personality and you know from the outset I like a lot of people would say I'm very confident and you know I don't have like any problem meeting new people I love meeting new people and you know I'm very talkative so you know people always view me to have that positive mental attitude all the time because even if my friends come to me with a problem the first thing I come back to them with is you know PMA it's okay we'll get through it but myself sometimes I struggle to do that and I really wanted to kind of discuss that because you know it really boils down to that really important statement it's okay not to be okay and I know I can give you all the advice in the world to help you like go through your struggles but I also think it's really important to be honest and um, recently a friend asked me how are you doing and I literally cannot remember the last person that ever asked me that and and it really is just because I do have a mental health podcast like people do believe that because I'm talking to all these people that are going through amazing journeys that you know I'm learning and I'm okay and I don't need any help and things like that and I realize that I do have my own mental health podcast and I've never really been honest about why I have it and where this inspiration has came from like I do psychology I love researching about mental health but I obviously have my own personal journey and that is what I'm here today to discuss. And I and I do think the reason why I'm a bit nervous today is because I have never really been this open on the podcast. And really, essentially, the only people that do know this much information about my own personal journey on mental health is my closest friends. And I think it is really important that I do get this across this platform because um it's it's probably something that people can relate to and I really hope that's that's the case and I know that there is so many brave people that text me after an episode and say that they can relate to something that was mentioned in it and you know that takes courage whenever you open up and admit to something and accept what you're going through and I want to be able to do the same on this platform and share with you you know my own kind of journey and share any kind of tips or advice that I can provide this is really hard to talk about um and I want to really express that whenever you're listening to it you're probably going to be like oh my goodness this is really sad or really hard to listen to even um but it has a good ending and I just really want to emphasize that that you know 
once you get hold of your your problems and you kind of accept what's going on it just gets so much easier and and I think one of the most important steps in figuring out why I was feeling these certain ways was breaking down all my experiences and identifying the triggers um so if we start from the bottom I'm going to try and summarize them as best I can but I basically started having really severe anxiety and panic attacks um, and they all surrounded going out. And I knew that it was nothing to do with being around other people and socializing because, you know, that was never an issue for me. Um, But this particular time I was getting ready at my friend's house and I just got this really sick, horrible, panicky feeling that I couldn't explain. And immediately I just refused to go out and I went straight home and cried the whole way home in the car. And around that period of time I was you know having a really really bad relationship with food I was under eating severely I was having 400 calories a day um, and there was just no self-love at all and if people had me like complimented me and said I remember somebody came coming up to me and saying oh my goodness Neve your legs are so skinny I'm so jealous and I was one million percent sure that she was joking I just was like she is definitely not being serious and when I look back now and look at pictures of what I look like yeah they were extremely skinny um, and probably not in the best way but then you know if we fast forward two years um I was going out again um and I was on the bus um on the way out to a night out and I had the same feeling it started again it was the panicky feeling and I couldn't breathe properly and I was crying my eyes out and I remember looking at myself in my camera and um, on my snapchat and I was thinking why are you doing this to yourself like why what is the reason and uh, I wanted to get someone to pick me up but my friends wouldn't allow it and I'm glad they didn't because I had a really good night but I remember like s- saying to myself the next day Neve you need to sort yourself out so I really did work on myself from that point I think my first year of uni it was a really good experience and I really worked on myself but then Corona hit and the overexercising element of my life began again. I was walking like three times a day. I was working out really intensely in the morning time and the evening time. And I would have been raging at myself if I hadn't done that. And then I lost a really close member of my family. Um, you know, he was involved in every single day of my lockdown. Um, so whenever I lost him, I was... I went the opposite way I, I had no motivation to get up and to do stuff and the exercising part of my life had no relevance to me whatsoever um, and that had a really big impact on my mental health again and I started panicking about my appearance and um, over, over obsessing had a really bad relationship with food again and then the last straw was an evening that my friend organized to go and have dinner at her house and I was in the car sitting in the back where my mom and dad were going to the port so they dropped me off on the way and I was internally hyperventilating crying my eyes out in the back of the car without them knowing anything um because I didn't want to let them know what was going on and I was wearing jeans and a top and I was going for dinner I wasn't going out I was going for dinner with my three best friends and I was crying my eyes over having intense feelings of anxiety and again I couldn't really explain why um, and the next morning I woke up and I sat up in my bed and I realized and reflect that what had happened the night before and I was just thinking not one single person looked or made a comment about my appearance 
um like the fact that I had lost muscle in my arms for not exercising as much and that I gained a pound literally no one cared you know no one cares what you look like and I just realized then and there that it was all in my own head and I was my own worst enemy and the reason for my unhappiness in these situations was because of myself and you know the anxiety attacks were all down to me um and that's when I realized I really needed to get to the bottom of them so this had been going on from about 2017 to really last summer and I summed up the main events that really stuck stick out in my head in relation to the insecurities but you know it wasn't really the half of it you know there was three solid years of crying before nights out making excuses saying I was tired saying I had no clothes which if you know me you just know is not true um but I think it really had a, a large hold of me for a very long time um and when I did take a hold of it and I look back to 2017 I tried to find the reason for and the root of why these things were happening and it wasn't until then that it hit me root of the problem and that dates back to the 2016 um, I was extremely confident. I never had any deep set issues and I really wasn't aware of mental health and, you know, its importance. But in July of that month, my family home, to put it blatantly, burnt down. Um, it was me who saved the day, by the way. I just wanted to put that out there. And um, I was watching Pretty Little Liars um, in the early hours of the morning, which is just completely out of character for me. Um, but um, the only thing that wasn't saved was the house. So we moved out for a full year and I was... 15 16 years of age and without realizing was quite depressed um I didn't leave my room bar dinner and school I ate an insane amount of Mars bars to be honest and now they're a complete trigger to me and I really didn't enjoy being in that house I think I, I lay in bed with my pajamas on and walked about in the house with my pajamas on 24 7 because I was so uncomfortable in clothes um, and I think that's when the self-obsession began um, because it was coming a year and the summer was in the loom and I knew that I was going to begin going out because that was the age I was coming to and I was really just appalled of how I looked so I began the ultimate health drive I educated myself in calories and I still knew how many calories were in any item of food which is just not healthy for a 16 year old so I think that is where it all had stemmed from without me realising for so many years. And I think it's so important to emphasise the importance of trying to get that trigger and understanding why there's so much lack of understanding surrounding why you're feeling this certain way. And I recommend it so much, you know, really sitting down and thinking, why is it I feel like this and and how can I help it? And that is definitely what helped me Um to be the place where I'm at today I'm definitely not completely at peace with myself but I'm definitely have embarked on a self-love journey and I feel so much more content in myself and accepting of the way I am and who I am and self-comparison is just not a big part of my life anymore and I'm so grateful for it. So after having that experience with depression I kind of concealed that with over-exercising and having a really toxic relationship with food to the point that you know, my depression had been converted into the anxiety attacks and going on a night out and the way I looked, you know, which is where it essentially started through the health drive was was just constantly acting as triggers for me, even if I was, 
getting compliments on a night out like them things did just did not bother me it was just all in my head and it was just not a nice way to be but yeah it was going well for a while until corona disfigured my routine and I kind of hit rock bottom again so I think that's where my interest um through the podcast of like seeing how other people cope with the impact of covid and how they kind of dealt with the change in their routines because everyone has been affected and I definitely think that a large part of recovery is learning from other people and taking advice from other people and listening to other people's stories and listening to other people's recoveries and that there is a point that it becomes positive and that is definitely the case for me um yeah because it, this is really the first time I've opened up about my whole experience with these two things and I'm so happy I can do it from a point that is positive because you know it shows that if you believe in yourself and you put yourself first and you switch them negative thoughts about yourself into positivity you know anything is going to be achievable and I also want to make a point that you know make sure you take into consideration the fact that you don't know what's going on in people's heads like for them three years you know no one would have even suspected that I was going through anything and that was because I concealed it and I can definitely say that I was still my bubbly self I never changed and personality wise but I still had them things going on in my head so I really do think it's important that you always take that into consideration it's just like that saying and you never know what's going on behind people's closed doors and that is exactly the way the mind works you don't know what's going in and on inside that person's head I can't emphasize the importance of acceptance enough you know taking the time to yourself to understand why you're going through these emotions and finding ways and mechanisms that will help you overcome them if you ever face them again and for me you know that was opening up and drilling into my head the importance of happiness because it comes before exercise and it comes before appearance and you know once you have that realization PMA is something that's so easy to adapt um, into your everyday life especially whenever the problems may arise again and I think it's really important to, you know, emphasize that, yes, everyone at some point may have a mental health struggle. And once they do have that, you know, it's it's whenever they get themselves out of it and they know have ways to overcome it, it doesn't mean it's going to go away forever. I don't doubt that I've had small situations similar to maybe not as severe, but some kind of similar situations. It's just knowing and having the ability to cope and to understand what's going on in your on your in your mind and how you can sort of calm them pressures um but I am really weary that it's just me speaking for this length of time and you're probably scunnered with my voice um but you may not be able to relate to too much in what I've just discussed um but perhaps you can with self-comparison because you know that's part and parcel why this whole situation has started because I was unhappy in myself and I was looking at other people and thinking why don't I look like them um but what I can say to someone who is feeling like that no matter how well you're doing in life comparing yourself to others takes your eyes off your own goals that's just going to cause you to feel bad about how you're doing and there's always going to be someone who appears to look more happier and wealthier and healthier and more successful and if you're using your own valuable time to beat yourself down how do you expect to be able to ever achieve these and I'm proof of that because never did I ever think I would be so vocal about my own issues um, to be presenting my own podcast. The old Neve would have been too worried about what people are thinking and be anxious about judgment and now, now that I've reached this kind of point in my life, I genuinely could not care less about anyone's opinion because I'm trying my best to 
raise awareness for something that's really really important to me and I'm doing what makes me happy and I'm so proud of where I'm at so you know remember PMA all day every day and I will see you all after Easter and thank you for listening to the mental health skip and happy Easter. Mm -hmm.